Good morning, good evening, wherever you are on planet Earth. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Truth Traveler, topics of faith on the road of life. I'm Brother Albert, and I'm so glad you joined us today. I have envisioned this podcast to supply Bible-based teaching to this end-time revival. God's Spirit is moving again, as He always does, in response to people's hunger for Him. And to follow Him, we need to learn from Him through His Word. So join us as we take His yoke upon us and learn of Him. His Word is truth. And that's a great topic to start a podcast called Truth Traveler. Be right back. Hey folks, Brother Albert here for Kanon K. Kanon K means heart to heart in Haitian Creole. Kanon K is a 501c3 charitable organization, bridging the hearts of those more fortunate with those who are less fortunate in the island nation of Haiti. Kanon K provides meals, clean water, housing, education, clothing, and medical services for the underserved kids of Haiti. In addition to two fully functioning children's home complexes, a school for the local community, English as a second language classes, a place for the local neighborhood kids to come play after school with a soccer field, and a medical clinic, your support helps supply clean water to a local fishing village, a transition house for older kids stepping into adulthood, and support to many other local orphanages in the area. Your tax-deductible donation will go a long way to help make a difference for so many in Haiti. Learn more at kanonk.org. That's K-E-N-A-N-K-E dot org. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for this opportunity to dive into your word, to learn of you. We ask you to open our hearts and our minds to your word Bless us and help us to understand you better, to draw closer to you, and to learn of you. I ask your blessing upon all our listeners today. Keep us as we learn about truth today. So, what is truth? That's a good question. John chapter 18, verses 37 and 38 says, Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end I was born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and said unto them, I find in him no fault at all. Pilate, like many today, believed in relative truth. He heard Jesus and proclaimed him innocent, but then promptly handed him over for crucifixion, yielding to the Jews' version of truth that Jesus was a blasphemer and worthy to die. Relative truth redefines the very meaning of truth. Now, if all truth were relative, there would be no reference point. Everything could be contradicted. My truth and her truth and his truth, but that's belief not absolute, real truth. If my darling wife cracks me in the back of the head with a cast iron skillet, there's an absolute truth that's going to hurt. If I jump out of a perfectly good airplane and forget my parachute over some good, hard, solid ground, 
Well, that's going to be my last flight, so to speak. Water is wet. Fire is hot. We need absolute truth. Half-truths, full lies, and everything in between do us no good. As the lawyer shouted in the movie, A Few Good Men, I want the truth. Simply put, God's word is truth. And Jesus Christ, the word made flesh, is the very embodiment of real truth. John chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 14 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John chapter 14, verse 6 says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. John chapter 17, verse 17 In the Garden of Gethsemane, this is Jesus' prayer for his disciples. He says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. John chapter 8, verse 32 says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 7 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. But when people decide on their own truth, they become like those in the book of Judges. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Where is mankind when separated from their creator by sin? Easy prey for the enemy of their souls. Consider the contrast. John chapter 8, verse 44. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there's no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12 that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Romans chapter 1, verses 20 through 22. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because that... When they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Simply put, no Jesus, no truth. That's with a K. Without Jesus, there is no truth. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. 2 Peter 1, verses 20 and 21. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The Bible is a 66-volume library. 
written by approximately 40 writers over a period of roughly 16 centuries, but all inspired by one author, our Creator. The Bible is truly a traveler's roadmap, an owner's manual for a human life. It is time-tested wisdom that leads us back to God. It is not man's book about God, but rather God's book to man. We are surrounded by a creation that speaks to a creator and find inside us a hunger to fill the empty space inside with something that's missing from our being. The Word points us to God and agrees with these basic notions that there is a higher power informing us who He is, what His purpose is for us, and guides us to Him. His Word explains our fallen condition, our need for Him and how to find our way back home. The Bible gives us direction when we run off the road or take a wrong exit, supplies us comfort and hope, courage and encouragement. It is exactly what we need through this journey of life, given by a perfect, loving, and gracious God who wants what's truly best for us. You have no doubt heard the phrase, born again. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. But how many realize a deeper truth to those words? It's more than just a mental assent and acceptance that Jesus exists and what he says is true. Belief, coupled with obedience to his word, leads to our salvation, receiving his word in our hearts. We become born of the word. James 1 verses 21 and 22 tells us, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. In Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33, we read, After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts, and write it on their hearts. Physically speaking, with a new birth, a baby begins breathing for itself. As long as this breathing process continues, life continues. The same happens with a spiritual new life. We are born of the Word, and we must continue in God's Word to remain spiritually alive. We are born in the Word by following the plan of salvation as found in the Bible and by opening our hearts to allow the Word in the reality of the Holy Ghost to dwell within us. But, we also must live by the Word. We must travel the road in which the Word leads us. We must conform to the Word, be obedient to the Word, and grow in the Word. In so doing, we create a suitable habitation for the continued residence of the Holy Ghost, a fitting temple for God's Spirit to live in. As we study God's Word, we should interpret the words in a literal sense following the ordinary and apparent meaning of the words rather than seeking a hidden, quote-unquote, spiritual meaning. We must use sound logic and study the words, grammar, background, context, literary, genre, history, geography, culture, figures of speech, symbols, parables, and types. Also, it's important to keep in mind several points. Illumination of the Spirit is necessary. The Spirit and the Word work together to increase our understanding. 
The Bible is basically plain and meant to be understood. This is one of his greatest gifts to us, and he wants us to understand it. Scripture interprets Scripture. As we said before, there's no Scripture that is of private interpretation, but it builds upon itself. Truth is revealed progressively from the Old Testament to the New Testament. The Bible presents a unified theology. No doctrine stands on one passage alone or is hidden in obscure passages. The Bible is accommodated to the human mind, though not to error, and each passage has one primary meaning, although it can have many applications. We can have confidence that God has revealed, preserved, and transmitted his word to us today, and that we can understand it. This is what he wants, intimate communication as well as intimate relationship with us. One of my favorite quotes about the Bible is this, the world's most moral book, the Bible, would not proclaim the world's biggest lie. The world's noblest and wisest man, Jesus, would not perpetrate the world's greatest hoax. No one but God could have authored the Bible for good beings would not falsely claim divine inspiration, and evil beings would not teach such high morality. While the Word of God is centuries old, it is very much alive today. It offers life to everyone who asks and is obedient. Salvation comes only through a new birth and a newly directed life, and it is of the Word that we are born again and that we live this regenerated life. In following episodes, we will travel through God's Word and discover many things our Creator wants to tell us. I hope you'll join us on the journey. Thank you for joining me today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today, for your blessings, for this gift of your Word that you have given us and preserved down through the ages. Draw us nearer to you, God. Help us to understand more of your word spark a curiosity to find out everything that you have in there for us bless our travelers today help them in their walk through life bring us to the next chapter in jesus name